ready. Okay. Ta-da. The voice. River Radio. Of the Thames Valley. Good morning and welcome to River Radio School of Parenting, the voice of the Thames Valley with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guest this morning, Dan Verghese. Have I said that properly? Yes, that's right. Hello. Excellent. And Dan is going to be chatting us to the, uh, chatting to us this morning about all things martial arts. So we're going to be chatting about the benefits to children and adults, particularly like you've got some fantastic reasons why women should uh, take a look at martial arts. We're going to be talking about a school program that you're running and also be hearing about some top self-defense tips. So that's all coming up in the show. If you've got any questions, you can email rachel at river.radio with questions for Dan or you can send us a tweet or message on Instagram Facebook all at River Radio Live so welcome Dan it's great to have you here can you tell us a little bit about yourself thanks Rachel yeah it's great to be here thanks for having me on so, <clears throat> so I'm Dan Verghese. I've been. Uh, I run Kazoku Jiu Jitsu, which is a local school of I'm martial arts. I'm glad you said that name because I've tried to pronounce it a few times, and I've said. I think last week when I said you were coming on, I said it so slowly that I totally messed up the name. So, thank don't, you. Don't worry. It's, uh, <clears throat> so Kazoku Jiu Jitsu. Uh, the name Kazoku actually means family in Japanese. So we we have Japanese roots for our martial arts, and also the the name sort of embodies our values of. Teaching the family of children, uh, mums and dads, all the way up. So that's uh, that's where that comes from. But it can be a mouthful. Yes, yes, great. And is this? Uh, did you name this? The, was that your name that you came up with? No. So the, the school's been running for about twenty years, and we were initially called uh, Park Lodge Jiu Jitsu, which was which is not a great name. But we were part of a wider group um, based over ah. in Essex. So we were sort of one branch of a, of a larger group. Then um, six, seven, maybe eight years ago, we we um, Went, went off on our own, and at that point, my instructor, Holly, um, she came up with the name. So she, she set up the club and, and ran it for a long time. And for the last couple of years, I've been, uh, I, I took over and have been running it since then. Okay. And it does sound like a, it's a more suitable name, isn't it, for a Japanese-inspired uh, yeah, martial arts? The, the original name was, was named after the building in which they trained, which shows a uh, bit of a lack of imagination, whoever came up with that. But, uh, okay. So do you do this, is this full-time for you, your martial arts yes as as of january this year so i've, I've been doing martial arts for 20 odd years now various different arts i've been doing jiu-jitsu for about 13 years so um in january this year i well in december i was made redundant from my corporate job and um i've sort of brought, gone out and uh now full-time on, on the martial arts which is what i've always wanted to do really oh that's brilliant sometimes these things happen don't they as they they're kind of meant to work out however they're you know work out would yeah, you have done right. that? Would you have left your job before to go into it full time, or is it? Well, you know, do you think it was something like that? I mean, I dreamed about it, and I, I would have liked to have done it, but I don't know if I ever would have had the guts to, to pull yeah. the trigger. So, in, in a way, you know, it was quite stressful at the time. You know, mm. losing your job. I'm sure mm. many listeners have been through it, but um, in a way, it was a, it was a blessing because now I can go and do. You know, actually, I'd had enough of that job. I'd had enough of that corporate life. Really, mm. um, I do I do digital marketing as well. Um, I'm to do a bit of that freelance now, but predominantly what I'm spending my time on is, is the martial arts school and growing that. So yeah, it was really nice to have the opportunity to 
take the dive there. And actually, because of the COVID pandemic, we'd reopened mm. about nine months before. And ever since then, I've been growing the school and focusing more and more on it. So it was timing wise, it actually worked out quite well. What did you do during the pandemic? Could, was it something you could do on Zoom? It's quite difficult. I mean, lots of instructors did do Zoom classes and it worked quite well for them. Um, we, we didn't, partly because that was the point in time where we were handing over sort of ownership from my instructor okay. to me. So we were, we were closed. But during the, the latter part, I think the second and third lockdowns, we did do some online. So I was setting my senior students sort of homework and recording videos for them in my ah. garden, giving them homework. And then they were recording themselves, mm. learning, learning their kata, or their, their weapons kata that they could do on their own. And um, then they would send the videos back and I'd give them tips. So that worked quite well for the, for the seniors. But uh, sadly, I couldn't run Zoom for the juniors because I don't mm. have enough, a big enough room to uh, mm. roll about on in my house. So yeah. it's a bit of a limiting factor. <laughs> oh, so where do you do classes at the moment? Where are you, your classes based? Yeah, so they're all, at the moment, they're all in Maidenhead and High Wycombe. Okay. We used to have a Marlow class and we may, we may do again in future, but we've got an adult class on Friday nights up at High Wycombe Judo Centre, which is a really good one. We, we've been teaching up there for... Uh, many, many years, and that's mm. a sort of full-time martial arts centre, so it's really good facilities. Um, and then all our junior classes, so sort of age seven plus, are in Maidenhead, so uh, Sunday afternoons in Maidenhead at First Platt Memorial oh, Hall. okay. And I have um, adult classes there on a Wednesday as well. Mm. Okay. So tell us a bit about the – I mean, I've heard of jiu-jitsu. Um, that's about it. That's about the extent of my knowledge. So tell us a bit about the, the style of martial arts. Sure, absolutely. So, so jiu-jitsu, it's, it's probably one of the less well-known martial arts. And it's also confusing because there are two big types of jiu-jitsu in this country. So there's traditional or Japanese-based jiu-jitsu, which is what um, what we do at Kazoku. And there's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is very popular these days because of the UFC and mixed martial arts. And that's all gone very popular. But because they, they're quite different martial arts, but have very similar names, so that can confuse people. So, so we do traditional or Japanese-based martial arts, which is really... It, in, in a way, it's actually a British martial art now because it was introduced by the Japanese in the early 20th century. Um, some Japanese instructors came over to the UK and were invited over by a man called um, Barton Wright, who trained in Japan, and he invited some Japanese instructors over around the turn of the 20th century. So from there, really, it's just been it's, been, it's evolved into sort of a British flavour of what was originally Japanese jiu-jitsu as, as used by the samurai. But rather than learn it, rather than training and learning to defeat somebody on the battlefield in full armour. Mm. The techniques now in the syllabus is all designed for modern self-defence. So we're defending ourselves against punches and someone grabbing hold of you and and all that kind of thing. So it's... How it, does it compare then, say, to um, karate? I'm trying to think of the ones that, say, m- my children have had a go at sure. over the years or and ones that are, are possibly more mainstream. So say like a karate, judo, kickboxing that we might be more familiar with. How does it... Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, the way I kind of describe it in a nutshell is it's kind of halfway between judo and karate. So karate is all around striking. There's right. a bit of kicking in there as well, but it's mm. predominantly it's a striking-based martial art. So you're learning punches, hand strikes and kicks, mm. and you're mostly on your feet when, you, when you're doing that. Judo is all around throwing and groundwork. So it's, it's, it's pretty much 100% grappling martial art. Right. And jiu-jitsu sits in between those. Oh, so okay. it's predominantly uh, grappling-based. So we, we still have lots of... Th- I think it's the core of jiu-jitsu is the throws, but we do a lot of joint locks as well and controls. So it's, it's what judo used to be before all the, all the most dangerous bits were removed to make judo into a sport. 
because judo oh, became a sport okay. and then it became an Olympic sport in the 60s. Mm. So all of the sort of dangerous, the most dangerous striking and joint locking bits were removed mm. um, to leave the throwing, groundwork and that kind of thing. So jiu-jitsu is kind of in between. So we still have striking and kicking and we have throwing and locking and we also learn to defend ourselves against weapon attacks and um, we use traditional Japanese weapons as well, similar to some karate schools. Mm. So you can learn at the higher levels, we teach these traditional martial arts, um, traditional weapons rather, like bow staff, sai, nunchucks, all the sort of things, yeah. kind of weapons the Ninja Turtles would be using and a few others. Yeah, I heard of a few of those because I do remember when my son got into a bit of martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> I think it does, it, it can attract... Um, let's just say younger high energy boys <laughs> which my son was one of those and it did kind of it did work for him you know for a period of time but i think there is definitely that appeal some of those uh, items that you mentioned <laughs> yeah that's that's right so we get we have a lot of boys we have lots of girls as well to be fair i mean it's i guess mm. it's more it's always going to be more male dominated but i think about a third of my kids classes are probably girls but yeah they, they love the weapons so i ran a nunchuck workshop a couple of weeks ago for some of the older kids, age 10 plus, when I could trust them a bit more. When I think they've got enough coordination to be able to, you know, pass things from from hand to hand, we sort of an unshut workshop and that was really popular. It went down a storm. So I'll be doing, yeah. I'll be doing more of those because um, in, in the past we've taught the weapons more to the adults, but we, we can do it safely with foam, foam weapons, you know, and make, make sure mm. they use the, the dangerous ones. As long as they're old enough and sort of have had enough training behind them to, to be trusted with them, basically. Yeah. But they, they love all that stuff. It's good fun. And it's great for nunchucks particularly. It's great for hand-eye coordination, you know, really learning your left and your right. And um, particularly for kids who aren't very coordinated, it's, it's a great yeah. way of dialing that in and, and tuning up their coordination. Um, any, any weapons, in fact, for anybody, because it, exagger- it exaggerates and accentuates the movements you'd be doing without the weapon. So learning weapons actually helps your your empty-handed martial arts, and vice versa. Mm. If you if you train more on the empty hand, it's quite easy to transition to using weapons. So it's all mutually um, supportive, I guess. Are you doing something at the time that you've got those weapons? Are you doing other moves as well with the rest of your body? Yeah, that's right. So you're using your whole body. So even if you're holding a weapon in your hands... I should have got um, you to demonstrate, Dan, not that we can see <laughs> it's you. It's the radio, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, so yes, so um, it depends on the weapon. They're all used in different ways. So if, if, if it's nunchucks, then you're, that's kind of a flail weapon that you're swinging around, but you can use it for trapping and striking and blocking as well. So you're moving around with your whole body, and we perform a kata, which is basically a preset sequence of movements. And that way you're stepping into stances, you're moving up and down and left and right. You might be going down to your knees and back to your feet. Mm. So it uses the whole body, and it teaches you to move in all the different directions and to coordinate your hands and your feet at the same time, which is really useful for young kids as they're, mm. you know, particularly, you know, some people are more dyspraxic than others, a bit, a bit less coordinated. Yeah. So yeah. trying to learn where all your limbs are at any one time for the younger ones is, you know, that's something that you have to learn as you get older. And then once you introduce a weapon and something that you have to handle and, man- and manipulate, then it, it takes that to another level. Oh, well, I, I mean, I recall when my um, son was doing, he was doing kickboxing. So again, I'm not sure how similar that is. And I know, and then he went into gymnastics and some other things. But I do remember his, his core and his balance, you know, it was, it was quite amazing, actually, what that yeah, what I mean, achieved. most martial arts are, are excellent for balance. So anything where you're on one leg a lot of the time, like kickboxing, mm. um, karate, taekwondo, they're really great for balance, because if you're kicking high, you, you know, to do that, you have to develop good balance or you just, you, you'll be uh, unbalanced and fall over. So that's the way that those striking arts develop balance. But from a, ju- from a jiu-jitsu point of view, and, and also uh, in judo, 
um, we're developing balance because we're throwing each other. So to throw somebody, you still might be standing on one leg and using your other leg to affect the throw mm. and you're carrying someone's weight. So to, to throw them without falling in a heap yes, yourself yeah. is, is quite yeah. difficult. So it develops really strong core muscles, um, definitely I mean, jiu-jitsu particularly, and, and anything we do on the ground, um, all kinds of groundwork that we do are great for core strength. Mm. Um, and all the standing stuff is, is fantastic for balance. So you do find the more you train, it works on a lot of different aspects of fitness and coordination. Mm. Well, I'm I am obviously particularly interested in the benefits for um, for women, and you you have outlined some of those, um, you, you know, through your website and your blogs and that, which are great. But let's just chat about um, what I mean. What are the other benefits for children of doing a martial arts? I know you've mentioned there's there's a lot more girls that are involved in martial arts. Um, I mean, I I know. Um, some girls who've really done it in terms of boosting their confidence and it's a real so let's yeah. let's talk about some of those benefits <clears throat> for for children and why parents or families might think about you know giving it a go yeah absolutely so confidence is probably one of the most important um, benefits for children and it's one of the key ones that when parents come along and they want to introduce their child to to martial arts confidence is, is often the one so, and again, a child might lack confidence for, for various reasons. And obviously the pandemic has created various various issues, as, as we all know, with socialising children and getting them confident, um, interacting with others. Now, jiu-jitsu mm. is great because we work, it's almost exclusively done with partners. So we're not just marching up and down in lines. Like in certain martial arts, they do a lot of marching up and down in lines. Okay. Separate. Jiu-jitsu is very much partner-based <coughs> or small group-based. You're always hands-on. So... So you develop the confidence to interact with people both physically and, and verbally um, through, through doing it. And also children who maybe maybe they're not very sporty in other areas, who so perhaps team sports haven't turned mm. them on or they might have been disparaged through their experience of team sport at school. So when mm. I was at school, for example, I wasn't the sporty one. I was the last one to be picked all the time at football, you know, and that's, that's the way it goes. But for those kids who are less sporty, um, it can be a little bit disheartening and demoralizing mm. and actually sport can be a great vehicle for, for confidence we don't we don't want it to have the opposite effect mm. so martial arts can be a really good way of introducing that because it's something where you're working it's not a team sport but you're working on yourself but then you do end up inevitably working with others to develop mm. yourself and, and them it's very cooperative so from a social skill point of view it's really good um, and one of the key benefits of martial arts is the belt system that we have and, and this is probably one of the key benefits we have over other sports where as you go up and you learn the moves, you, you can test for your different belts. And as, as part mm. of the process of doing that, you do a grading in front of me or another senior instructor and you'll be formally assessed. And that's, you know, it's almost slightly nerve wracking because you'll be, you're on the spot. But mm. We do it in a controlled and supportive environment. And they've spent months and months learning those moves and they know that mm. they can carry them out. So when they get their belt, it's a real confidence booster and affirmation mm. of the hard work they've put in. And as you go up the belts, mm. you know, some, some people are more are more motivated by belts than others um, mm. but children particularly are very motivated by it and it's, it's a real sort of I guess it's an extrinsic way of showing your ability and how far you've come so as you work up from white belt to yellow to orange yeah. all the way to black belt and I guess as you said it's something that a child can achieve because you're going to support them along the way and make sure they've sort of worked on that and developed and have all the skills that they have so they're going to then experience success aren't they rather than perhaps if they haven't flourished or thrived in a team sport, or as you said, if they're the child that doesn't get picked or they're in the, mm. you know, I mean, loads of schools with their, their team sports, you know, you've got your A, B, your C, your D, you know, with children are perceptive, aren't they? They know 
that the A's are the the good team, and you know, so it's it's a, it sounds like a way that they can a child can really experience that success from a sporting perspective. Yeah, that's that's right, absolutely. Um, so so that's a really key one, and also we have. We have competitions as well. So for those who are more competitively minded and want to test themselves, you know, get, I guess in a, in a more a sort of higher level against others, then we have mm. the ability to go and compete. So we, we have a big tournament happening um, in Southend-on-Sea in a few weeks' time. Okay. And that's not run by my group. That's a, that's run by um, one of the larger groups in the country and it's people mm. invited from all over the country. So I have a small team going, but again, I, wouldn't, I would never pressure anybody mm. to go and compete, but it's there if they want to. So we have two or three big events through the year. They can do that, and that can be even more of a confidence booster mm. just to go and take part, let alone, you know, whether, whether you win or not is, is immaterial, mm. really, but just to go and take part in front of a much larger group and mm. a big crowd of people watching you. So if you want to go that far. But there's, it also appeals to um, kids who are very sporty. So there's a big bunch of guys in my junior classes on Sunday who um, they all go to the same rugby club. So mm. they, they all do rugby on a Sunday morning, and they go and have lunch, and they come to me on jiu-jitsu in the afternoon. So sometimes they're a little bit knackered. <laughs> But um, you know, and bruised, they, yeah. They, they keep coming. They, they can turn up with interesting scrapes and um, <laughs> plasters on. But they, um, they as long really as they've it. showered beforehand, because it's the mud in rugby, isn't it? Yeah, well, you'd hope so. I mean, they, luckily they have to get changed to put their uniform, <laughs> their gi on. But uh, they, you know, they they really enjoy it as well. So mm. you know, some of the sportier group are, are there, and it can and it can again it can supplement other sports you're doing. So actually, rugby um, and jujitsu and judo, for example, are very supportive so often even adult rugby players will go and do judo or jiu-jitsu to learn about takedowns and balance and throwing because it's actually useful for tackling okay um, for tackling as well so there are um there are courses available where you can kind of do these sort of blends of rugby skills but in a judo environment and vice versa which is quite interesting Mm. what's the mixed martial arts that you had mentioned that, so, that 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 had that had become a bit of a trend or something. Yeah, so M- MMA is a big. It's probably one of the fastest growing. It's probably, it is the fastest growing combat sport. So um, for the last twenty years or so, the, the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, was started in America, right. and that's um, that's a big thing. It's been on pay per view channels for years. So people mm-hmm. who are more kind of fighty oriented and yeah, they want to, they don't actually want to fight. Then you've got this. MMA uh, format it's, it's fairly kind of brutal so it's not something that we get involved in or oh. I'm not I'm not a huge fan mm. of it um, particularly but it's a bit like boxing but you just have the the striking and the groundwork involved so it's, it takes place in a ring so practitioners right. of Brazilian jiu-jitsu often do MMA as well because it's a, mm. that's a component part um, so Brazilian jiu-jitsu is is very much a sport and it's mm. very much you know you, you learn to score points and, and to fight and then people who are good at Brazilian jiu-jitsu can then go and go and enter MMA and they, they can be quite successful. Okay. That's, that's, that's quite different to what we do. Okay. And do do in your classes then, the boys and the girls, do do those classes together? Yeah, yeah, they do. So we, we often have boys and girls paired with each other. Right. Um, we, have, we have a lot of brothers and sisters who train with us, which is quite nice. So they'll sometimes yeah. train with each other unless unless they can't um, get, get, get on and train well as their siblings. <laughs> you might have to split them up. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, my... You know, my, my daughter, who's eight, trains in jiu-jitsu, and she was practicing with a boy on Sunday. So it's more around, for the children, it's more about practicing someone with a similar size right, to you. Okay. So I wouldn't put someone who was seven with someone who's 12, just because of the size difference. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Well, it sounds like there's loads of benefits there for children. And I know that um, you, you've also got a new schools program that's happening. So we can chat about that. Let's let's give you a bit of a breakdown. Um, thank you for telling us all. all I've learned loads already. So, <laughs> um, so you're listening to River Radio with my um, guest, Dan Vergis from Kazoku Jiu-Jitsu. He's nodding. That's I right. said that correctly. <laughs> That's very good. And we've we're going to have a bit of a song break with "Eye of the Tiger." Survive. I love that. <laughs> and we'll come back and chat to Dan again in a second. Windsor, Windsor, Ascot, Ascot Maidenhead, Maidenhead, Bracknell, Bracknell Wokingham, Wokingham, Henley, Henley Reading. Reading. Okay. Ta-da. The Voice River Radio of the Thames Valley.
Good morning and welcome back to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley. You're listening to myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guest this morning is Dan Verghese from Kazoku Jiu-Jitsu. And we've been chatting about this particular style of martial arts, which is a Japanese style of martial arts Um, we've been chatting about that and the benefits for children if you've missed any parts of the show you can listen again through um, podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts just search for River Radio School of Parenting and you can listen to River Radio anytime on your mobile just download Google app Apple app ask Alexa to play River Radio you can also listen through our website river.radio and if you've got any questions for Dan while he's here you can send us a tweet or message on Instagram Facebook all at River Radio Live so Dan we were chatting earlier about the benefits for children we've spoken about you know their confidence and also social skills what other benefits why else might you know parents I mean you've said you, you know you've got um, you know, some some children that come along to you in the, you know, the rugby group of boys and they play together, but then you've also got other children who perhaps team sports isn't their thing, but this they've been able to shine at. What other benefits are there? Yeah, that's right. So there's there's a number of other benefits, but I'll just give you a sort of an, ex- an example. Uh, one of my students, um, so his mum came to me about this time last year, obviously at the end, the tail end of the lockdowns of the pandemic, and he'd been struggling uh, through the pandemic, um, his behaviour had been deteriorating. Um, he'd lost confidence. He was struggling to interact with people and just sort of re- retreating in on himself. And she was quite worried about him. So she brought him along to my class in, in the hope that it would bring mm. him out of himself and give him more of a purpose and uh, get him back on track. And um, from what I'm told, he's he's absolutely a different child now, a year in, than, than he was. He just got his uh, orange belt the other day. He did really, really well. Oh. And he's just about to um, go up onto my Black Belt Club programme, which I'm launching in a couple of weeks, which is a, an additional class. It's sort of an upgraded programme for those who want to take it a bit more seriously and train more often. Okay. So so he's, he's been doing that, and he's actually really, really keen on it. It's become it, – it's transformed his, his outlook and his confidence. And he's so much more confident. He's, he's since taken up Thai boxing as well because he, uh, he mm-hmm. can't get enough of it. Oh. So um, that's really gratifying to hear when you hear those stories of, of parents, of, of children that you've transformed. And it's interesting because you only maybe see them for one hour a week. Mm. You know, and, and if you're teaching a class of 12 people, it's, you spend a few minutes with each one, I suppose. So it's hard to know the impact until you get that feedback yeah. from the parents. So, um, you know, that's a really sort of gratifying thing to hear. But, but in terms of, obviously, confidence is one thing. But in terms of other benefits, um, you know, focus and concentration are one that we, we stress a lot of. Jiu-Jitsu particularly is really good for concentration because it's quite intricate some of the moves are quite intricate and technical rather than just throwing punches and kicks so there's some there's gross motor skills but there's also fine motor skills so we're developing those physical attributes of the fine and the gross Mm. motor skills which obviously transfers into other sport and aspects of life Mm. but the mental focus and um, concentration that you need actually spills over into their general attitude to learning so you you often find that children who take martial arts seriously perform better at school or, or parents notice an improvement in their performance at school because okay. they've been, they've learned how to learn and how to concentrate for a mm. set period of time. You know, you've got no devices anywhere near you. You can't mm. be on your PlayStation or your phone or playing Minecraft. You're, you're there and you have to learn and you have to concentrate mm. and you have to keep your partner safe as well and make sure you're practising safely at the same time. So, 
So there's that, and also fitness. So obviously fitness for children, and particularly these days, as, as children are getting more obese and eating more junk food, mm. um, physical activity of any kind is, is really important. And we work the whole body. So, you know, we start most classes with, with breakfalls, learning to roll around, forward rolls, left and right, um, side rolls, back breakfalls, front breakfalls. So that's all really good. You know, just, just getting up off the floor repeatedly is actually quite a good workout if you do mm. it often enough for, for an hour class and throwing, throwing your partner, um, all the various exercises that we do. So we've taken the body through a whole range of movement and in a one-hour class. So from, from a weight loss and fitness point of view, it's good for children as, just as much as parents, I guess, mm. in terms of keeping them in, in, in a fit physical state, and then that will help their, their development. And, and I mean, there's also, um, you know, there's rules, isn't there, that they have to follow. I, you know, I remember when my son was involved, yes. it, there was that aspect which was really helpful because, you know, they had to, um, I can't remember what it was, they, they had to call their teacher by a certain, what would they have said, would it have been sir or like a certain term or something? Yeah, they had it, to it, call. it depends on the martial arts. Yeah. So, so, so in jiu-jitsu... Um, the teacher was called sensei, which is a Japanese word for, for teacher. Right, right. But just that, as in that there were rules that had to then be followed and respected. I mean, that's a learning in itself, yeah, isn't so, it? Yeah, so, so one, you've touched on one of the other key key benefits of martial arts in general. Um, and what's something that we really push in, in our club is that that respect and, and the discipline. So mm. traditional martial arts... Are, are really good for discipline and respect. So they're all wearing the same uniform. They're all wearing a white uniform. We, we all train on mats. So when you get onto the mats, you have to bow. We call it raying. So ray is the Japanese term for, for bowing. So mm. they ray on and they ray off the mats. Okay. They, they ray to their partner when they start and finish working with that partner. So they're thanking them. Mm. And then they ray to their sensei, which in this case is me, um, you know, for, at the start and at the end of class. So we line them all up and they bow on, they bow off. Mm. And we make sure they all understand the importance of respecting their teachers um, the people they're working with, the, the, the class environment, so it's safe, and also the parents mm. as well. So that, mm. so that that um, kind of respectful, polite approach is what we try and develop in the children to then go through, um, and that should then obviously spill into the rest of their lives. It's not something you leave at the door when you walk out mm. of the dojo. It's, it's that mindset of basically turning them into good people. So mm. we're working on confidence, focus, um, you know, self-confidence and self-awareness, but also discipline and respect and politeness so these are all and, and courtesy so these are all sort of the key values of, of our club mm. and and you know the, hopefully the, the parents will see and the teachers will see the benefits mm. that those bring and we actually grade them so, so on the first grading that they have to take for their yellow stripe belt one of the things we test them on is the the courtesy and the respect and they have to mm. tell us why you, why you bow why courtesy and respect is important mm. Mm. so they have they have to and I, and I remember also there were rules that, um, and I'm sure I'm sure all martial arts are the same, but then it, exactly how you said, as then um, there were rules about what they could then do. They couldn't take some of those moves onto the playground at school or with the the younger sibling. Yes, <laughs> you, I mean, that's always and the risk, a, isn't a it? member of the team, you know, either the, the coach or tea, instructor or sensei was very, very strict about that. Yeah, that's right. Same, same here. So obviously we're teaching them. So the, so the junior syllabus we teach, we, we take out a lot of the dangerous things. So when mm. we teach the adults, there are some, some techniques in there that, that you wouldn't teach to children, you know, like strangulation and that kind of thing. Because mm. obviously they have to be a certain age and maturity to, to do that mm. effectively. So we don't, we don't do those. Um, but we will teach them how to defend themselves against someone who's maybe got their hands around the neck or something like that, you know, so we have to, how to break away. So we're teaching them breakaway techniques, but also... We make it very, very clear that as soon as you walk out the door, 
you don't mm. use these physical moves unless mm. you unless you have to defend yourself. So if someone's mm. grabbing you and trying to pull you somewhere, then yes, you can try and break that hold. But you know, you're not going to be going and throwing people on on the playground, concrete demonstrating at school, bat- battering each other. So that's made very very clear to them. Yeah. You know? And if if I hear of anybody doing that, they'd be in very big trouble. Mm. But it's giving them skills to hopefully prevent them having you know to be in fights at school or whatever because they're they're then confident. Mm. They don't need to do that, or they can extricate themselves if someone's trying to yeah. pull them around, push them around. Yeah. And what's the so the black belt club that you mentioned? Tell us a bit about that. I mean, we do want to get onto the school programs, but tell us about your black belt club, club that you mentioned. Yeah. So just briefly, it's, it's an upgraded program. So so most of our kids train once a week at the moment because that's those are the classes that we run on the Sunday. Mm. But I'm launching a new Wednesday um, Wednesday six pm class in Maidenhead. <clears throat> in two weeks' time on the 20th. So I'm sort of taking enrolments for that now. And um, so for children who want to do both days, they can enrol in the Black Belt Club, which then means they can basically train at any of our junior classes that we're running at the moment. And they get a special badge to put on their uniform that says they're in the Black Belt Club. And there'll be um, there'll be sort of other benefits and things as well in future for being mm. on that. So, so it's for those who really want to, you know, set themselves a goal of being a Black Belt and, and developing into that better person. And that's kind of personified by... It's not just the number of moves that you know that gets you the black belt. It's, yeah. you know, we, we will only let you assess for your black belt if we think you're embodying the values we've been trying to teach. So you've got to be a good person. Have they gone through that. all the other colours then to get to that? Because there's, I mean, no, so it's, it's a an bit aspirational, of a status thing, is there? Yeah, it's, it's an aspirational the, thing. So, so the black belt club is for anybody. You know, it doesn't matter what grade you are. It's just for people who want to take it seriously and want to train regularly and want to mm. strive towards attaining that black belt. Mm. So we, we don't grade anybody to black belt below the age of 12, because I think it's a little bit, mm. I don't, personally, I think it's a bit ridiculous having sort of six, seven-year-old black belts. Mm. Some mm. martial arts and clubs, that's much more common. Mm. But um, I think that's a bit silly. So um, you have to be at least 12 years old. Mm. You know, normally take, I guess, four years on average to get to black belt. Okay. Maybe a bit longer for a child, depending on what, what age they start. Um, and we have, our syllabus is broken down into intermediate belts. So we have all the main colours, but then to make the learning curve easier for the children, we have intermediate belts, which are stripes. So you have between white belt and yellow belt, you have a white belt with a yellow stripe. So it just means you're adding there's less of a jump at each mm. level and it's easier, particularly for the younger ones, to to manage learning all that material. Mm. So the Black Belt Club is just an upgrade for those who want to train twice a week and, and take it more seriously. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. And tell us then about the schools programme. That is that. So that's starting in the coming term, is it? The new... Yeah, that's right. Okay. Tell us about that. So, so we've got a new program called Dragons, and mm. this is this is for the same age group. So it's age seven plus, which is it's the same as my public classes. Mm. But we'll be delivering it as an after school club. So um, we're starting initially with two schools in in May. So I've mm. got uh, St Luke's in Maidenhead and Braywood in Fifield, on near Fifield. Okay, who will be taking that on? So that will be running at quarter past three, mm. straight after school for an hour, um, and it's at age seven up to eleven. So some primary age children. And that's, that's a, it's a new syllabus we've developed because schools don't have the same number and quality of mats that we need to do jiu-jitsu safely in terms of throwing people around. Mm. So it's, it's a simplified syllabus in that we've removed some of the big throws just to make it safer. There's a bit less person-on-person contact. But we're teaching them the foundations of martial arts. So we teach basic punches, combinations, basic kicks, um, the break falls and the, and the rolls because that's really useful anyway. If you just if you fall off your bike, you know if you know mm. how to break fall, mm. that's you know, you're much more likely to fall off your bike or slip over on ice than you are to be attacked in the street. Same for adults. So Hopefully, yeah. Just learning how to fall <laughs> over safely, yeah, is, is is a really useful skill. So we'll be teaching that some some basic sort of hold down movements and um, 
Yeah, and some takedowns and some joint locks. So again, it's all done in, in a completely safe environment. Um, make sure they don't hurt each other. And it's yeah, it's for, it's for an hour, and and it's structured in an interesting way. So we've I've developed it as a rotating syllabus, which is quite innovative because martial arts in general has always been taught if you start at your white belt or whatever the first one is, and mm. you learn a particular set of things, and you go on to your next belt and your next belt, and that all runs from kind of when you started and when you joined the club. Mm. Um, so what I'm doing for the the school's dragons program is it's a rotating syllabus so there's there's a different set of things to learn every term so the syllabus is divided into three and you can run through the whole syllabus in the course of a year okay so if the child re-enrolls for three terms in a row they'll cover the whole mm. syllabus and then they'll be eligible to um, graduate up to one of our public classes if they mm. want to mm. come to the public ones and then you know enroll on the full jiu-jitsu so a great program. taste of them for them if if children are then thinking that they might want to do it and obviously handy isn't it for parents if it's straight after school yeah that's right so it gives it gives the parents more time if they if they obviously want to um pick the child up later um we don't make them wear a full gi which is the, the white martial mm. arts uniform that you know sort of angry white pajamas as we call them um <laughs> to keep the cost down so they so the dragons program yeah. has to wear a t-shirt you know with a club logo on it and they get a belt so they get a belt when they join and at the end of each term they oh. have the opportunity to assess in front of me if they want to so i don't mm. make them but if they if they want to do a grading yeah. assessment they can do that and learn the next belt mm. so they go through they start off at red belt then they'll learn red belt with a white stripe and then white belt with a red stripe Okay. And that then takes them up to a level where they've got some basic foundational skills and they can then enrol on the public jiu-jitsu programme if they want to and mm. then start at white belts and then go up from there. Mm. And can other schools, if they're interested in this programme, get in touch with you as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we, I'm starting it off to testing it out in two schools yeah. in the Maidenhead area uh, for the summer term, but I'll be looking for probably another couple of schools from autumn to run it in as well so we can Excellent. run it more often. That sounds great. Excellent. Well, it's not only um, benefits, obviously, for children. There are benefits for adults, um, particularly women. I know you've done a little bit of an article on that, Dan. So um, uh, we're going to have a a quick break, and then we're going to chat to Dan about that uh, when we come back. So particular benefits for women, um, adults, men and women. Um, But I particularly like it as an alternative because it's, you know, it might not be something that people have thought of as a exercise or a way to keep fit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's you know, jiu-jitsu, I guess martial arts in general, are a bit of a niche activity, although they're, they're, mm. they're very popular and becoming more and more so. And within that, you know, the jiu-jitsu that we practice is even more, less well-known. So it'd be good to, uh, yeah. to talk that through in a minute. Yeah. And also, um, don't go anywhere because Dan is going to share with us some of his top self-defense tips so um yeah don't don't go anywhere another song that you've chosen uh dan glory of love peter satira do you play music when you're doing your martial arts like just you yourself like uh, is it quite motivating for you obviously there's a theme here with these songs <laughs> so yes yeah, so, so if i'm training on my own i might well listen to, to music we don't play it in the classes generally well, occasionally no. occasionally during warm-ups we'll have some music on yeah um but yes yeah, so all these songs so but Glory of Love, it's a little bit a little bit cheesy, but it's the soundtrack to Karate Kid Two, which I grew up with, was one of my sort of one of my favourite martial arts films when I was a child. So Yeah. Um, Do you prefer because there's a there's a new Karate Kid, isn't there? So the new Yeah, I mean it's new. new, I mean it's still I think it was about ten years ago it came out, but that was with Jaden Smith. Yes, that's um, it, yes. It's called Karate Kid, but it was it was set in China and they were doing Kung Fu, so uh, oh. work that one out. <laughs> 
So do you still prefer the really, really old ones? Yeah, for me, it's the originals. So we have... The, the, is that the wash, the wash on, wash off? Wa- wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax And, and on. the main character in Karate Kid was called, was called Daniel. So um, I, I identify oh, with that. So there we go. I probably wouldn't have... If it wasn't for Star Wars and the Karate Kid films, I probably wouldn't be doing martial arts today. So uh, Really? There we go. <laughs> yes. Really? There we go. There we go. Inspiration. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This... This is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Tonight it's very clear As we're both lying here There's so many things I want to say Say things I might regret It breaks my heart to 
and welcome back to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley. And I'm chatting this morning to my guest, Dan Vergeese from Kazoku Jiu-Jitsu. I did have to read that. It means family in Japanese. And we've been chatting about uh, the different styles of martial arts um, and also the huge benefits there are to children of um, of getting involved in martial arts. So, so loads of benefits for, for children, confidence, physical, social skills, focus, concentration, rules, respect, they're just some of the things that we've covered. If you'd like to catch up on anything we've spoken about this morning, you can listen again on podcasts where you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Just search for River Radio School of Parenting and you can listen to us anytime on your mobile with Google, Apple um, apps. Ask Alexa to play River Radio through our website, river.radio and also now uh, through your um, car as well. Um, So... Dan, we've been chatting about the huge benefits that there are for children, but let's talk about now adults because it is something um, that adults can really benefit from. I know myself, I would probably perceive it as, I think you've said in one of your articles, is it male dominated, but you have said that you would like to try and get more women involved. Yeah, that's right. So I guess I guess martial arts in general is always there's always more men involved than women, which I guess in, in a way it's inevitable, but it's it, it can be a shame. Mm. So for for me, it's super important to get as many women involved as as possible. And um, my my adults program that, that I teach on Wednesdays and Fridays is, is is really important as well. So about a third of my club is uh, is adult students, mm. um, and we do we do have a few women in the program. I'm trying to actively recruit more. So. I mean, the, the benefits for women of, of martial arts are, in, in many ways, they're the same as they are for men. You know, fit, fitness, mental toughness, um, it's, you know, the club environment, you know, meeting new people. So mm. we have a really nice, friendly club environment. We're all kind of friends with each other, mm. um, which, is, which is really nice. Um, I mean, can you come and be a complete, complete beginner, never having done anything? Yes, one hundred percent. Sign me up. <laughs> they're the people I, I want the most, to be honest, because okay. I don't have to sort of untrain habits from other things that you may have done in the past to then right. to then teach jujitsu. So yeah, absolutely. Um most people who join have never done anything before or maybe mm. a little bit of something when they were a kid. You know, there's, there's always lots of people who did a bit of judo when they were six and then mm. that, that's all that's all the exposure they've had. Um so it's good. And we we have adults from all ages as well. So we have um you know, young twenties and thirties, but I have plenty of students in the fifties as well. Who's your oldest student? Uh, I'm not sure. He must about sixty, I think, at the moment. Really? Yeah, we've, we've oh had, wow! Okay. We've had we've had early yeah early sixties, I and mean, so one of one of my old instructors who used to work with me was in his sixties. Um, he's, yeah. he's, he's stopped training now, but he trained for a long time. Got a second degree black belt, and um, and he was in his sixties, and he he had a neck problem. Okay. That um, prevented him from doing certain things, mm. but it didn't hold him back, and he got to second dan, which is yeah, yeah, really very impressive. Hardly anybody gets that high, so you can be an absolute beginner. I think for, for me, you know, martial arts is just—it's a really rewarding hobby, and it's a workout for the brain as well as the body. So you, mm. can, you can be in the gym mindlessly slogging on the treadmill or the rowing machine, and the, mm. there's a place for that. You know, I enjoy that as well. But mm. lots of people find that quite boring. Yeah. So you know, rather than doing that, or maybe going to a you know, fit, a 45 minute fitness class in the gym, why not try martial arts? You know, that's yeah. something that for some 
it's just a hobby that you do once a week and for others it becomes their whole way of life and that's you know they train multiple times a week and it it informs their whole outlook so you can really take it to the the highest level that, that you want or you can just use it as, as, a, as a good workout and uh, we do work out your whole body and it, it, it so is it cardio and toning and core and all that kind of stuff? So we don't we don't focus on that. We, we always do a fairly strenuous warm up to make sure if, if all the joints are lubricated, all the muscles are warm, and it's yeah. safe to train, so nobody pulls a muscle or anything. Um, so the adult classes, the beginner classes, I teach you an hour, or the mixed ability classes, an hour and a half. And the one up in High Wycombe on a Friday. Um, and it is so over the course of an hour an hour and a half you do get quite a good workout because you're using your whole body so Mm. people find that when they do their first lesson the next day or the day after they get that delayed onset muscle soreness because they're using muscles they hardly ever use and you go oh I'm never doing this again my body really aches but after like the second class that goes away and it's fine Mm. because your body just adapts to it especially if you stretch out properly afterwards so after, once you get through the first couple of lessons, and we don't slam you around in the first couple of lessons, it's very gentle, <laughs> it's a gentle introduction. They throw you, know. you down on the mat. Um, so, you know, if, if you really throw yourself into it, like I probably did when I started, I maybe went a bit too hard in the first week and regretted it afterwards. <laughs> but it's, it, we're not just sort of beasting people. It's not, it's not like a cardio workout, like say a boxer size or a cardio kickboxing would be. So there's a lot more of the, the, the mental aspect as well. And it's, jiu-jitsu is quite technical. So it's, you know, sort of getting the right positions but you do find a good workout, and you know a lot of our members, if they train regularly, then after a few months they do noticeably um, lose lose weight. We've had we've had overweight members in the past who've lost quite a lot of weight in the first year. Okay, that's from training, you know, once, you know, twice or even once a week. Mm. And even though it's not like an hour of cardio pumping up, bump, jumping up and down, it actually works really well for for fat burn and for. But and for I think, as you said, I mean that's boring, isn't it? I mean, I find it boring. I did do a, a half hour on the treadmill this morning. It's boring. If I haven't got the news on in the background on the TV, it is boring. Yeah, that's right. So basically, if you're looking for something then that is, I suppose, ticks a lot of boxes as well, but as being good for your fitness as well. Yeah, and you can and you can obviously do it with a partner or with you know with a series of partners. So you don't you don't have to have a partner to come along because we just pair you up with somebody of a similar mm. level. Mm. Um, and so it's a bit more it's a bit more social because you can, you know, you can speak mm. to each other while you're doing it. You can go and have a have a drink in the bar afterwards. Um, so on Friday night is a great uh, cafe where we train. So we just go upstairs and have a you know have, mm. have a lemonade or something afterwards to rehydrate, and it's and and to just sort of finish the week off. And it's it's a really great way of busting stress, to be honest. So if you've been working sit, sitting at your desk in an office, whether it's your home office or or what have you, or commuting all week, then actually sometimes motivating yourself on a Friday night to get up and go and train can be difficult. But everyone yeah. who does. They always say, oh, I'm so glad I came because I had yes. such a good time. Yeah. Stress just goes and you can have a nice chat and just close a week out. And and people well. shouldn't feel, I'm ta- you know, I'm thinking, again, I might be generalising, but specifically women shouldn't feel intimidated. I mean, they, you know. No, absolutely sort of not. We're, we're not an intimidating group of people. We're not, we're not a bunch of kind of meatheads who are pounding punch bags and, you know, it's not that kind of club. We're kind of a family-oriented club for ordinary people. Yeah. You know, there are, there are other clubs that cater to that kind of thing. If you want to go and fight in the next UFC, then there are clubs where you can go and learn to do that. And, you know, ours isn't one of them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's for anybody, really. Um, we have lots of people who are, you know, professionals um, doing, a, doing a sedentary job. You know, maybe they're in sales or IT or whatever, mm. and they come and they train with us. Yeah. And they do really well. So it, it appeals to that, um, I guess, the sort of intellectual side of it is of jiu-jitsu is really important because it's such a broad syllabus where you can learn lots of different things and expose yourself to different aspects of training. Mm. And you've got the weapons and all, and all sorts of other things. It's 
for people who are a bit more sort of deep thinkers, I guess, or people who want to have a bit more of a mental workout rather than just getting sweaty, then it, mm. it appeals to that. And then you've got the goal setting of going for your next belt as well, mm. if that's what mm. motivates you. So um, it's a reason to come rather than, you know, to go and pound the pavement for an hour or to be in the gym there's there's not necessarily a, a kind of payoff to it other than mm. obviously being fitter at the end but it's hard to define that whereas if you're working towards a goal that you can see and you know yeah. that okay yeah. in at the end of July I'm going to go for my green belt yes then that's yeah. quite a motivating thing to keep you coming yeah yeah oh great and um you've got so what are the classes at the moment for adults are when when are they so we so we have a, a beginner specific class in Maidenhead so that's at first Platt Memorial Hall that's on every Wednesday 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Okay and uh, so that's, that's for one hour and that is just for complete beginners up to about Orange Belt and we focus specifically on on that and we have some other higher grades there as well who were there to help out. Okay. Um, so that's a really good class to start with and then we have 8.30 till 10 p.m. on a Friday night up at High Wycombe Judo Centre which is just off just a couple of minutes away from Handy Cross Roundabout, so it's really convenient for anybody in Marlow, High Wycombe, Beaconsfield, all that kind of area. Did you say 8.30 to 10.30? Sorry, 8.30 to 10. To 10. On Friday. Okay. Okay, so instead of going out on a Friday night, yeah, so go and do don't, some... Don't go out on the booze on Friday night. <laughs> Come to us and you can have a drink at the end. And then you can feel good about the rest of the weekend. <laughs> That's right. And it's, you know, and it's something to say, oh, it's a bit late on a Friday, but it's, it's, it's been one of our most popular adult classes for years. And yeah. it's, it's always been my favourite class. It's a really great facility. It's a if you haven't been to Wickham Judo Centre, it's uh, like a double competition, permanently matted area. It's huge, oh, wow. purpose-built, big car park, um, lovely cafe. Yeah. Um, and you said you go, and have a, you go and have a lemonade afterwards. Yeah, or you can have something a bit stronger if, if, that's, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not driving. Um, Very so responsible. Everybody. Oh, excellent. Okay, where can people find out more? Your website and your Facebook, did you say the main main yeah, things? Tell us what those are. They'd be the main ones. So the website is www.kazoku-jujitsu.uk. So that's K-A-Z-O-K-U-J-U-J-I-T-S-U.uk. Or just Google, easy thing just to Google jujitsu okay. in, um, in Maidenhead and we'll come up top or Jujitsu High Wickham, you'll see us in the first three or four results. And we're on Facebook, so we have a Facebook page. Mm called uh, Kazoku Jiu-Jitsu School of Martial Arts. Okay. And there's an Instagram account as well. And I will also put a, um, well, we, we already did on River Radio Facebook, so there is a, a link there as well yes. to you. But, um, but yeah, we can post the website as well. So, so go along, find out more. Is this a, the, the, did you say there's a new, uh, do you, are you taking new people in all the time in your evening classes, your yep. adult classes? Yeah, for, we are. For so us it's if, not like a term thing? No, so for okay. adults, the way, the way it works for adults is you just get in touch with me and then We'll book you on to a trial lesson, so everybody gets a free trial. So right. you can come along and have a class, completely completely free, and just try it out. If, if you're not confident to have a go, then you're more than welcome to just come and watch a class. And then I you can did have... like that. I did read that. I did like the idea of that. Just popping down, having a look. Yeah, not, not everybody Stick wants your head to jump in, in. Have so, a look. Yeah. So, so if you do, then um, you come along and you can just give me a call. It's the best way, and we can have a conversation about what what your needs are and how we can how we can help you. And then we can book you on either to come and look or preferably to come and. And have a go, yeah. So then it's from there, if people want to take it up, then it's just, a, you know, there's a monthly fee and so on, depending on how often you want to train. So there's no there's no specific enrolment. We, we do sometimes have 
beginner courses where we start people off at once but generally it's just come along and we've always got some other people who've only just started and there's beginners to work with at both classes but there's no limit on age no not really as long as you're physically fit so if, you, if you've got some you know physical ailments and you're not sure whether it would you know be difficult to train or not then the best thing to do is give me a call and we can discuss those and now, obviously speak to your doctor so clarify for us dan physically fit what do you mean by physically fit? In the loosest fit? sense. So if, if, okay, good. If you, have all, if you have all your limbs and you're, and you're mobile, right, you okay. can probably do it. You don't have to be able to run, you know, five miles or something like that. No, you're not, not, you're not, not okay. So you don't the have I- to be an Olympic athlete whatsoever. So the idea is if you're looking at maybe something, you can see I'm asking lots of questions here. I'm actually quite interested. Well, you come again <laughs> Yes, go. I am. I am. I will have to report back. I am actually quite interested because I think it's also you get to a stage where it's just boring doing the same thing things but you want to keep in shape and get fit and obviously the social aspects that you've spoken about as well and you know just um having a goal that's not you know you got to do a nothing wrong with the couch to 5k but you know something it's it's a little bit different it sounds like so um yep brilliant so um people can find you on your website on facebook go to our river radio facebook as well and i'll post some more information there um about uh, about all the things that dan does at kazoku um jiu-jitsu so thank you so much for coming on um dan and chatting to us talking about all the benefits for kids and also adults um really best of luck with your schools program because that sounds fantastic that's starting in may and if there's any schools or teachers and that listening out there that think that it might be you know after school club a great way to get uh, children interested so so thank you very much and also uh, we've run out of time but dan has got some really good articles on his blog on his website so i was having a read about that uh you got some top self-defense tips we've sort of you know we've had a chat about quite a few of them haven't we about sort of you know using as in your confidence and and you know common sense but go on to um go on to dan's website uh because there's some really good articles on his blog so thank you so much for your time this morning oh thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure great and if um if you're going to be tuned in tonight to River Radio, we've got the lovely Tara Dean from 7 o'clock for Inside the Music Scene. She's got some of Cuban's best guitarists, Eduardo Martini and Ahmed Dickinson, um, are going to be on the show. Um, you can listen to School of Parenting next week. We're going to be hearing all about, uh, from the lovely Nina Bailey again, about all the fantastic activities and ideas so if you get to next week in school holidays and you found that you've um, run out of ideas then definitely pencil that in your diary to um, listen to us again because that's next week you've been listening to school 